0: That's a growler.
1: Do you feel like you took a wrong turn in life? Welcome to Tomorrow's Motivations, where we talk with people who educate, motivate, and captivate you with inspirational stories. Here's Dontrell.
0: It is a pleasure and an honor to introduce my next guest to you, Bernie Marquez. Bernie was born in a small farming ranching town in Richfield, Idaho. He grew up farming with his family where he learned the value of hard work. He grew up with amazing parents and a great younger and larger brother. They were inseparable, Bernie's senior year of high school. Bernie also met an amazing young woman by the name of Janet Ellis when they were in junior high school. Janet had a great family with very strong religious beliefs which later influenced Bernie in a very spiritual way. Bernie was baptized a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and served a two-year mission in Houston, Texas. This is where Bernie and I got to know each other very well. Bernie has worked in law enforcement over 10 years between being a city policeman, county deputy, and a trooper with the Idaho State Police. While in law enforcement, Bernie served as a patrolman, school resource officer, juvenile crimes investigator, field-trained officer, and friend. Bernie and his wife, Janet, were married in October of 2004 and had five wonderful kids ranging from the ages of 12 to 18 months old. Bernie attended college at Brigham Young University, Idaho College of Southern Idaho, and Idaho State University. He earned associate's degrees in applied science, and law enforcement, and a bachelor's degree in human resource training and development. Bernie currently works with his wife in network marketing, along with farming and owning a trucking company. He attributes his success in his life to business and to faith and family. All right, Bernie, thank you so much for joining me this evening. How are you doing? Doing great, Donchell. How are you? You know, I cannot complain, even though I definitely probably would have a lot to complain about. But hey, at this point in time, as we are doing this interview, the world is in complete chaos because of this coronavirus. So I think the fact that we can say that we are in good health right now and, you know, as prepared as we possibly can be given the circumstances, that's all good news, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and that's the thing. Going back to complaining, if even if you did
1: complain, no one would really care, right? That's why we, we don't complain, or try not to, anyway.
0: Right, right. And so, and that's why I look forward to doing this interview with you. Just full disclaimer for those listening, Bernie and I go way back, and we've had the opportunity to know each other. I think we can, it's almost been at least, I know it's been at least 17, 18 years now.
1: See, it would have
0: been or fifth I mean I came in, 15. Let's see 15 years actually since 2005 15. That's right since 2005 15 years you know after year 10 it starts to blur together and you just can't really remember with everything going on but yes 15 years and in that time you know we've had the opportunity to see just where life has taken each of us and you have had a very unique journey and that's that's the one thing I am excited to have you talk about and to explore tonight with our listeners. So I guess, number one, um, for yourself, like, what do you think has been the driving force behind you having such success in your in your career?
1: Oh, man, that's really powerful. That's a good question. Um, I would have to say, so I've kind of transitioned over doing a few different things throughout my life, but uh, I'd say the last thing would have to be freedom. Um, I, I truly enjoy freedom. Obviously I still put a lot of hours in and what we're doing currently, but, uh, before I did went to the self-employment and business owner side, but still did a lot of hours, but now I'm doing a lot more hour. I do a lot of hours. However, there I can kind of pick and choose a little bit, have a little more breaks and family time. So to, to answer your question in one word,
0: I would say time, freedom, time, freedom. And yes, you know, I think right now that is becoming something that we can all focus on, you know, being able to have at least, you know, in the daily routine being interrupted by this chaos going on right now, having more time with the family just as a whole, being able to have to spend more time together is a good thing. And hopefully, you know, that'll start like resonating with people that they can at least take this opportunity to enjoy that obviously once, once other needs are met and taken care of. And so having the best of both worlds, I guess, and, and in that situation with you yourself, I know that people look at success to be, you know, like you said, having time freedom or, you know, having a lot of, Personal income in the bank. How do you personally define success for yourself?
1: Oh, let's see. Something I thought about about three weeks ago is the the three Fs: faith, family, finances. I know I've already talked about freedom as well, but those are the three things that really I think um, if you can have all three and have moderation, all three, then really that helps me has helped me to define success. And it's a constant battle. Obviously, if we put too much focus in finances, not enough in faith and family then it becomes, you know, that's not a stable foundation. And so then it starts to teeter one way or another. As I have personally worked on having, you know, my, my religious beliefs in check, my financial beliefs in check, and my family and spending an adequate time in each, then um, that's what's helped me to refocus my efforts so I'm not all one-sided or lopsided, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. No, and that's great. And I know that being able to have that balance is very crucial, especially in maintaining just your focus, So what would you say were some big personal examples that navigated you down the path towards your current career that you're living right now and just really helped you to really ignite in that area?
1: Oh, I just have to say people-wise, the first person that comes to mind would have been President Lake. Um, He was the mission president in the the mission where I served for my church, Mm -hmm. and he— he was just really good about making sure. Uh, for example, one of the big things that he told us to do anytime we went into a meeting is always have an agenda. Know what your what your purpose is before you even get there, so that you know how you want thing. Kind of have an idea of how you want things to be directed. So that was good and um, helping me with men in, in our personal business and what my wife and I are working together in. What I do separately, but I would say President uh, or Mike Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, another person that's helped me a lot, I would have to say my parents, you know, just um, just teaching me the importance of hard work, you know, not not afraid to get in and get uh, get dirty. So I would say, Prison Lake on the just the agenda, my parents on the hard work, and then smart work. I mean, there's a lot of people that I would look to on and working smarter and not harder. So I did have a personal mentor, hmm. and so we talked about just working hard, and she's like, it's important to work hard. But don't always do go work so hard that you forget once again like the faith and the family. But as you can, you know, have the moderation and have work smarter, the quality of life will be better. Because um, a lot of times we put so much focus in. I'm a hard worker, but are you a smart worker as you do that? So mm-hmm. um, yeah. So to reiterate, it would be Mike Lake, uh, my parents, and then Anne Washburn was my mentor.
0: They kind of summarize that all for me. Yeah. So I don't know
1: if that's your your
0: question. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So these are personal people that you knew and and that made an impact in your life and and gave you those great examples that has helped you to really just have those three worth ethics and focus like aligned in one. One thing I know, and I know we kind of learned a little bit about what you've done as far as your career and different parts of it. Would you say that your previous career working in law enforcement was able to help you to know how to connect with people or relate with people that you served in your community?
1: Well, absolutely. <clears throat> so I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday, and what we discussed was being able to, especially in law enforcement, you, you, something you see, I saw a lot still see today. I'm still a reserve officer. So I still go out and patrol from time to time. But when I was able to really empathize, even with the people that may have committed the most heinous of crimes, you know, whether it be sex crimes, things of that nature. But when I was able to relate to them and, and help them understand, we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, no one is perfect, right? right? We, we make dumb decisions, but ultimately we all have consequences we have to go through. And we also have rewards when we make good choices. And so Yeah, I think in in law enforcement, that was a huge example to me, not judging people for the poor decisions they made, but to help them identify the poor decision they made and then be able to feel relief in saying, look, I messed up here. Now, what can I do to fix it and move on? And so I wasn't, you know, from a religious standpoint, I wasn't their savior. I was nothing like that, but it helped me to just connect with them
0: in a a human to human interaction. So, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. No, and that's and that's wonderful. I'm glad that you were able to be that kind of good example to individuals that, you know, in some cases were really trying to have a second chance and do things differently. Right. Now, going from that career in law enforcement, what made the big shift? Like what what goals did you set personally that took you from a career in law enforcement to a career in network marketing? Uh, so for me, it, and I had some really
1: cool opportunities to promote in law enforcement. I worked for the state police in Idaho, like I mentioned earlier. like We talked about in my bio. So I had opportunities to promote, and, the, and before I left, they said, "Hey, we really like you to test for a, an administrative position as a sergeant. We can't guarantee it, but we think you do a really good job." And so it really was a it was a hard decision, especially where it was something I wanted to do since I was a freshman in high school. But what it came down to is mainly just the the family. Um, I wanted more family time. And I wanted to be able to spend time with him and my wife. So when what had happened in would have been February of 2014, financially our income doubled versus what I was making with the with the state police. And so it came down to a decision of if we want this to get any bigger, then my wife and I, Janet, needed to work more together. So it really came down to an economic decision. And also, I wanted to be able to, like I said, spend more time with my kids. Because at that point I had been in law enforcement for almost six years full time, and I really had missed out on a lot uh, with my kids' upbringing. I guess my wife was the caretaker at home. She was also a businesswoman. She was also, you know, a friend, and so she did a lot of. She had a lot of hats, and so my job was to provide. And financially, it just made sense for us to make that to make that transition. So through a lot of prayer and talking, and and just uh, you know, I knew I had to give. I basically made a sacrifice for. The better in my family and so network marketing has been a huge blessing for us and the fact that financially it's helped us we've been able to make connections with other people we've been able to travel we've been able to obviously you know go and see you and when you're down in utah and obviously you know work with you in that capacity and so i'd say it's just opened up a lot of avenues for us be able to reconnect with people have the financial freedom obviously the the company we're with is phenomenal I don't see it going anywhere. I mean, it was it, stability-wise for me, seeing that they were the fastest company to a billion dollars in sales, over even like Apple, for example, was just it was huge, and I could see that the stability was there. I'm mean, even going through like you talked about with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see the, the the company we're with. It's not gonna. I mean, I'm sure it'll be affected a little bit. Everybody's gonna be affected by it, but uh, stability is there, financial
0: stability, and and uh, moving forward. So. That's awesome. As you made the transition and you went into this world of network marketing, uh, initially it sounds like your wife was the person who had looked into the opportunity and started with that specific opportunity. Did you find it to be challenging for you to adapt to the different, I would say, responsibilities that comes with, with your role in that career?
1: Um, yeah, you know, cause I felt like the experience I had gleaned from, you know, when I went through the academy with the state police and working with people, I came in, I thought, oh, shoot, I've already, I've accomplished difficult things personally with going through the physical you know, process of the training with the state police, you know, being able to interview people, getting to know them that way. And, uh, I thought once I came in, I was going to be a, uh, Immediate difference in the team, which it was, but I also needed to go and start in ground level. You know, teaching people one-on-one, mm-hmm. um, doing classes, doing trainings, putting myself out there as an example, I guess, and also to learn how to, you know, build teams, build organizations, things like that. And so my wife had already done that, been very very successful, and so I just had to once I learned how to, you know, build build a business with her, but also had to. Start from ground level to, to essentially kind of build my own team.
0: So you've been in the business now. You said since 2014, correct?
1: Yeah. So in 2011, my wife enrolled. It would have been July of 2011, and then I left the Idaho State Police. Would have been in April of 2014, and so since then, you know, I my wife does it full time. I still work with her quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'd say you know it's been. I probably worked in a two and a half years full time and then we, we, you know, we do some other stuff, we farm and things like that. But as far as the network marketing, I mean, it's, yeah, since 2014. So it's almost been six years, so. Six years.
0: So in the last six years, I'm sure you've created goals and things as a family to be able to continue to be successful in, in your community and in your careers. How did you feel when you achieve those personal goals that you had set for yourself and for your family
1: that's an area that i'm always working on improving so <laughs> an area that i i set goals for myself but i don't learn to celebrate and so i'm working on being more effective in celebrating my achievements and with my family and so the times we are be able to set a goal talk as a family work together we pray together we talk about it then we you know we said like for example we're going to go to Disneyland that was one thing that we talked about when we reached the rank of diamond is that we take our family and, went and go to Disneyland which we did and um, it, was a, it was phenomenal we went down and spent three days and then we went to the beach and we hung out and uh, yeah so it's been good to not only set and achieve goals but to do it as a family and to teach my kids the importance of that
0: and just the small daily goals along with the big goals so so being able to, again, enjoy that freedom and that time that's, you know, really precious that you only have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to have with your family.
1: Right. And I'd say along with the freedom is, is also personal development. Um, that's been huge. Um, I had a, a good friend of mine, that him and I talked about just personal development and overcoming difficulties and things of that nature. And there's certain things we have to accomplish in this life and whether we can choose to and certain obstacles i guess and learning opportunities so we can prolong them and say hey, i don't want to address i don't want to you know go over overcome some certain obstacle or a mental block things like that i just keep putting it off putting it off maybe you've had feelings that you need to do certain things that are really difficult and those things are things you're gonna to have to do whether you're young or when you're older so it's important to just to be open-minded. And when you get those thoughts or impressions to go, maybe go do something inside of your comfort zone to go ahead and do it because it's going to help you achieve more in life. So yeah, I'd say that's another part of the achieving the goals.
0: Yeah. So that's, so yeah, that was something I wondered, like if you, you know, met someone or, or you know, if someone was in a similar situation where they wanted to have that time and really, be able to have that freedom to go out and do things regardless of what the opportunity was, whatever spoke to the individual. It sounds like that's what you would tell them, you know, just, just take that opportunity, like let yourself stretch and allow yourself to grow. Even if you are uncomfortable at first, but that it'll naturally, you'll find yourself in that rhythm of, of learning and experiencing. Right. Absolutely. That's so cool. So I you know I can tell and I know that obviously you personally and and by what you're talking about this evening that you know family is one of those things that you really value and and really take the responsibility of a family very seriously. So what would be a legacy that you would hope to leave your family? And, and those in your community, those in and your friend circle, what would be something that you would like to have them remember you, Bernie Marquez, by at this stage in your life?
1: Uh, the legacy that I would like my family and community to remember me by would be um, that I loved people. That you know, I really enjoyed serving people in whatever capacity I could. You know, I'm not perfect at it, but I would say service, compassion, and love. As I serve people and have compassion, like I talked about when I had that transition in law enforcement to uh, not judge people unrighteously, but to judge them as humans that we're all, you know, make mistakes and have that compassion towards them and to love them really unconditionally. And obviously it's all work in progress. I'm not, not perfect at it, but uh, yeah, I love, you know, my legacy to be of love, service, and compassion that I was good at it. And that I was able to teach my kids to love others and no matter who they are and their differences or their race or, nationality or ethnicity or whatever mm-hmm. but that they love them unconditionally
0: so well you know that's amazing thank you because i think that that's definitely important for all of us to remember that we're all trying we're all learning and doing the best that we can as far as your own you know life right now you're you're still a young man in your 30s what is another goal that you want to have set and want to achieve here in the the very near future
1: Oh man like i say probably the the one that's been on our mind on my mind the most is uh, you know we want to build our dream home uh, we've been we've had a goal for see so my wife and I've been married for it will be 14 years in October and so we're obviously not getting younger yeah I'm still <laughs> in my 30s so I'm still a young guy mm-hmm. but uh, I'd say that that goal right now is to build our house you see that coming about and have my kids you know they've been dreaming and talking and we been working together and and praying together and trying to achieve that. So I guess on a material side, yeah,
0: building my house. So, Well, brother, I'd have to say, you know, 14 years, that's, that's a blessing and that's even like a major good achievement of a goal, you know, to have that and to have that wonderful family you have. Thank you for giving me some of your time as we're talking tonight. I know it's probably closer to bedtime for those little ones I hear back there in the background and (laughs) <laughs> but I I, I want to say thank you, and I know that you will continue to do wonderful things, brother. I'm I'm here cheering you on. Well, thanks, Donchal, and I'm praying
1: and uh, cheering you on as well. So I know that uh, good things are going to come this year. And 2020 know, is kind of start off a little difficult with all this Corona stuff and things like that. And obviously, you know, we, you know I talked a little before the recording, but uh, through adversities do come blessings. So.
0: Amen to that, brother. We will definitely keep looking and praying for those.
1: Thank you for listening to tomorrow's motivational podcast. Please join us again next
0: time.